I've been thinking a lot, you know, the last year because I've listened to a lot of podcasts and just need to find your why. What is your why? And I, I have no idea. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, but, you know, as long as I enjoying this everyday life, um, I guess uh, it's good. isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. Welcome to Perspective, a podcast for wedding creatives, where we sit down often with a special guest and talk about our many years of experience in the wedding industry so that you can learn from us and grow your wedding business. Today, we're highlighting the award-winning talents of Stockholm-based editorial wedding photographer Karen London. Karen is a, or was a rangefinder rising star of 2020. I forget what year we're in. We are 2021 now. And it's clear that she deserves the accolade after looking at her very impressive portfolio. A portfolio that showcased her experience in editorial and press photography, which obviously was a career path that ultimately led her to her true passion of shooting weddings. We're going to be covering a whole host of topics, including what Karen focuses on during a wedding, creating and running a wedding business with a team, and also why you should consider outsourcing. Anyway, who is Karen? If you don't know, listen to this episode and find out. This is, of course, sponsored by With Jack and for a limited time by 210 Co, our co-working space in Glasgow. However, what are we drinking, Greg? We are drinking some Gunner Beans from Spitfire Espresso in Glasgow. Oh, yeah, very good. I went by on my way in and it's a 50-50 blend of Colombia and Suarez. Delicious. You've already, you've already brewed it up be polite and pour yours first (laughs) so i'm not sure if you knew that about how mad about our coffee we are but (laughs) we love our coffee so always do a what we drink in section do you have anything that you're drinking over there kareen oh yeah i'm a tea drinker so (laughs) (laughs) i have a chocolate tea it's really nice a a chocolate tea oh okay all right and and who's that from who who makes that I have no idea. <laughs> it's okay. like, uh, you know, you go to a store when there's a big bottle and you just take a scoop. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, listeners, um, I mean, so you, the, there's a few changes to the podcast that I should maybe explain before we continue on. One, we're in a new studio space. And two, you can now see the studio space uh, because now we're using a camera as well with it. Uh a couple of gyms moved in next door and the uh, music was so loud in the old podcast room, we were forced to move. And Greg had a baby, so... <laughs> so we've had a bit of a break. <laughs> a wee bit of a forced break. We do apologise. And obviously, it's Christmas coming up, so there'll probably be another break. But we'll be back <laughs> after Christmas, recording as regularly as we can. Um, however, enough about that. Hello, Karen. How are you doing? Hi, I'm fine. I had like a really rough start this morning with a four-year-old that, yeah, had her breakdowns and everything. But I'm now I'm sitting down, having my tea, and you know, kind of trying to relax. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say it seems very quiet in your house. 
Yes, yes. it is. It's just me and my cat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah, so, so what have you been up to? Today or this year or forever? Let's just say this year because, I, I mean, this year, last year, I feel like time has just escaped me. Yeah. I don't know if you're the same, Greg. Definitely with like, the newborn. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I genuinely don't know where I am half the time or who I am half the time. Um, yeah. yeah. So this year and the past two years has been quite different for me. Um, not just because of uh, Corona, but I think uh, a bit because of Corona. But like last year, I was so near to hit the um, the, the gigantic wall burnout. Yep. Um. So I had like. I went to like therapy for a year and uh, this summer I found out I have dyslexia that I had my whole life. So, you know, it's this year has been all about, you know, taking care of myself and finding out what my struggles have been and what my strengths are and how I can, you know, cope with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, welcome to the dyslexic gang. Greg's not oh, in it, yeah. but I am. So high five. <laughs> high five. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I've had dyslexia for what feels like all my life. Did you? When did you get like? When did you know? Um, I, probably when I found reading not enjoyable. Yeah. That that for me that was my um, m- m- yeah the way I, yeah. I discovered it because uh, everyone was describing how reading was and I was just like this is just too difficult for me I mean words weren't moving around and dyslexia takes all sorts of forms so it's yeah. it's quite an interesting and broad topic but um, nothing moved around for me um, I did go for the colored glasses at one point um, to help read but it didn't really do anything I just had to do a whole bunch of extra classes when I was schooling um, yeah. And I was sent to a school that had a particularly good focus on, um, you know, extra English and all these extra things that I would have to do to kind of overcome. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I was, that's like why I go to therapy a lot now, because not knowing you have been dyslexic for your whole life is a bit, okay, so I have struggled. <laughs> like a lot and didn't know why I was so, so, so tired. Um, so it's like, Oh, I'm waking up right now and like, okay, I have this kind of new way to see things. Mm -hmm. It's, um, it's nice. Yeah. And, and how does yours kind of, um, show up? It's, it's so hard to tell because I have it my whole life. So I, I don't know. Um, I just know that I get tired, mm-hmm. but I'm so good at masking it yeah. um, because I've done it uh, my whole life, you know, being like the good girl, or you want to say the, um, the typical good girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah. doing everything so probably and I don't know. But uh, I think it's more about how I can see the strength from dyslexia because when you have dyslexia, like the brain works in a different way and you're really good at seeing um, like whole pictures of something. Um, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Because when you talk about dyslexia, a lot of people do focus on the negatives and not yeah. enough on the positives. 
Yeah, so I, when I look back, I, I can see, I can't see so much of the negative stuff besides being tired and almost like uh, um, burn out myself, but yep. um, more about, you know, I always had it easy to see like the whole picture and imagine things in images and have a really clear like photo in my head or something like it's, it's visual. It's easy for me. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that I'm a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. was going to say that, <laughs> what, what a career to go into if that is, yeah. uh, yeah, something that really benefits you. Um, yeah. that's cool. I mean, has that helped you in, in business? Um, because you know you, you listen to a lot of like uh, mindset helpers and business coaches and they do talk about how people are too uh focused on the details rather than looking at the broader picture yeah i'm moving yeah. away from the mic sorry <laughs> the broader picture in business so d- yeah do you find that helps you yeah it both both helps me but also kind of uh, yeah helped me but what i do is i have this picture of how i want my company to be and i just do the steps to get there, but I misses all the details. Yeah. Kind of. So, uh, I, I do everything, but, um, okay. If, if I'm going to give an example. So I, I was like, okay, I, I want to be a team. I don't want to be this alone photographer that want doing everything because I'm really bad at stuff. So in my dreams, I would love to have an admin that works full time with me to do all the contracts and stuff. And then I want to have uh, multiples of photographers and videographers in different parts of the world because, you know, traveling is not a, a, a it, it could be difficult in the future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so I'm, I'm doing that, like just uh, getting all the people, but I haven't done like the details. I haven't, uh, set up like a proper contract between me and the other photographers. I haven't like uh, set up um, a timeline how to do stuff. You know, it's it's kind of chaotic in the <laughs> in the everyday. But you know, I have yeah. a really clear vision. So something is really driving me further. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, I just need people to help me with the dots. I guess. Yeah. So we were at um, Way Up North 2018. I think so. Which feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> we tried to come back, but we've had a wedding on or two weddings or, or the event gets moved and we just can't do it. So we will be back, I swear. Um, but you gave a talk. Um, mm-hmm, yes. And you also, now I'm pretty sure this was before your talk, that you had a podcast episode on the way up north podcast where you talked to cole and you mentioned wanting to have a team and you know your your goals that you you know your aspirations so it was actually really nice because i re-listened to that again and it was so nice to hear your goals and that now looking at you now that you've kind of reached <laughs> those goals and it's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 So I don't know if I reached them, but you know, I'm coming, I'm getting them. <laughs> I'm never <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, no, I just, but, I just thought it was really cool. 
Yeah. Plus, um, plus listening to stuff back in 18 before the pandemic is yeah. just strange. <laughs> Weird. You know? It's definitely yes. good to see someone who, like, as you say, you've got a clear vision of where you want to be and you're working towards it and seeing that you're getting there. As you say, you're, you don't feel like you're there yet, but it's good to see that you're, you're working towards it. I've I've uh, heard that a lot, like uh, people that like, how do you do or how do you like, like, I don't, I don't get it. It's just, you know, it, you want a photographer, just ask one. <laughs> like it's, it's not, I, I think it's, it's, uh, goes down to trusting people. Yeah. Um, like the, it's happened by a chance. I, it was actually Corona that started off this, uh, team building, um, because I had a wedding in uh, Bodrum in Turkey, um, a Swedish couple. And I was like, sorry guys, like I, I can't do it because I was really afraid of being stuck in Turkey because I have a, like a, then I had a, like a three year old daughter at home. So but I, I can't be like stuck in a zone. Yeah. A corona issue down there, but. Mm. Uh, if you feel, uh, that you trust me, I can search for another photographer that can come in my place and I will edit and everything and it will be, um, our contract. And, and then I was like going to way up north, the, um, um, like the group, the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, is there anyone that can do this wedding for me in Bodrum in two weeks? Um, and then there was, uh, a girl from, um, Swage, Switzerland, um, who I was like, okay, we have like kind of the same style, kind of the same vision. Perfect. Uh, you go there. And I also brought like, uh, a videographer in my place and, uh, they did a wedding without me being there and they just uh, aced it. Um, so I was like, oh, cool. You're going to work for me now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm using them. Um, yeah. So she's living there and I'm living here. Mm-hmm. So it's perfect. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, actually, one thing that uh, also um, came to mind about the podcast was the fact that you, you admitted to call that you didn't like to travel. And no. I also do not like to travel. <laughs> so, so I mean we don't do many destination weddings anymore uh, and we'll I mean we our, our market is primarily people coming over and getting married in Scotland um, so we're going to ride so the, like the popularity the, of the country weddings but in our country yes ex- yeah. exactly yeah. Um, I, I also have a lot of those in, in Sweden yeah. uh, oh very cool very cool yeah. so do you, do you have like um a popular place that people tend to come to to get married in Sweden? No. Um, no? Unfortunately, it's not that big. In St- like, I live in Stockholm, so that's the... But it's more like, okay, we live in the United States, but we have some connection to like Sweden. We want to get married in Stockholm. And then I have this, like this big wedding in Stockholm, but it's nothing... Um, it's, it's not like people travel to Sweden, but we do have, I would love to see people doing things way up north, like <laughs> in, the, in um, north in Sweden, because it's uh-huh. beautiful. Um, and it, um, yeah, but not yet. I, I don't think so. 
Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah. What, what was that experience like giving a talk up, uh, way up north 2018? <sighs> like I was um, a nerve wreck about it because <laughs> but somehow like talking has been my thing because writing isn't um yeah. so it made me it easier but i was like really fast i was like okay i need something someone to help me mm-hmm. uh, i can't do this by myself um so as i knew this guy from way back that um he, his work is inspiration talks like that's what his living are so I was like writing to him what would you take to help me with this speech like to do the the writing part and to like help me out how to yeah, what to what to write and not to write so it, it was really nice to have him he was like this is not this is not you need don't need that and oh focus on that and he made it really clear for me what's what people want to listen to and not want to listen to mm-hmm. so um when people are going to talk for the first time i always tell them to get help because you know uh if you want to do a good job you you need help <laughs> yeah no absolutely i mean it's definitely a skill and it's probably a skill that i don't have <laughs> even though i have a podcast why am i doing a podcast if i don't have that skill uh, <laughs> uh, anyway we're going to find out a little bit more about you in a minute but um just to make an announcement we are no longer recording live on clubhouse uh that was we we took last year and we did a lot of clubhouse but um and and clubhouse is a great platform uh, it just didn't work for us um, it didn't work really for our guests or the community that we've built here. So um, you can still join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash perspective by Cinemate. It's a monthly subscription. You get all the extra content that we do, all the Q&As, any other bonus content that we do. You can also see the full podcast in video form if you want to see our beautiful faces. You don't have to. It's absolutely fine. They're not that beautiful. Uh, but you can sign up for as little as a pound and get all that extra content. Come and support us if you would like. Anyway, Greg. Obviously, I give you a little bit of an introduction, but from your own mouth, who are you and what do you do? Oh, okay. So my name is, and in Sweden, Karin Lundin. I'm 31 years old. I live with my husband, our four-year-old daughter, and our Norwegian forest cat in Stockholm. And I work full-time as a wedding photographer. Um, I have my team, and I nearly got burnt out. Uh, later was diagnosed with dyslexia, but here I am. So that's kind of the <laughs> wrap up situation. <laughs> yeah. So going back, so before the almost burnout, how how did your journey in photography start? And as a sort of business owner, oh, uh, so like my dad took photos when I was a child. Um, so he has always had an interest in photography. So that was like a, I think that's what was my way in 
or to speak. Um, I, it started with me bringing my camera to school when I was maybe 14. And I took a lot of photos of my classmates and yeah, you know, they called me the press photographer, <laughs> you know, the sneaky photographer or whatever. I have a lot of photos from, um, my teens. And then I started, um, I was actually heading towards fashion photography. That was my main goal. So I studied to be a commercial photographer. Um, then I, I don't know. It's, it's something about the, f the commercial business or fashion business is a, a lot about networking, a lot about partying, a lot about knowing the right people and having a team and get known. And I don't know. It, it's, um, I want to be, <laughs> I wanted to do it my own <laughs> like I, right then I didn't want to have like a team I, I didn't want to network I just want to do stuff so um for a short period I quit photography and started study uh, sociology just for yeah for doing something else and during that time I started shooting weddings like during the summer breaks mm -hmm. uh, it was actually a model that was my first um wedding customer <laughs> so um yeah. And then I, I realized like weddings are mm, the perfect match between editorial or fashion shoot and, um, the documentary style, the press photography style. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had no art director that was telling me <laughs> how stuff <laughs> had to be yes. <laughs> and how I should do things, you know? Um, yeah, we often yeah. say that about sort of commercial video. It's like we, being wedding filmmakers, we're used to being so quick to run and gun and document things and set up for things quickly that when you mm -hmm. go to commercial work and you've got, yeah. as you say, a creative director or a stylist or something, it's, it just slows everything down. And we're like, yeah. oh man, we could do this so much quicker if it was just us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. It's a... It's, uh it's a completely different job, like completely different. Yeah. It's, it's not even, you know, people say they want to go to editorial work and I was like, do you know what it is? <laughs> yeah. there, there is? There is a lot to be said for building the team of people who are specialists in each of their area. Like mm -hmm. if someone's a specialist in lighting and they can yeah. light a scene better than yeah. you could if you were to run a gun. Mm -hmm. But yeah, exactly. if someone, if someone was want, sort of thinking, oh, I'd like to transition the opposite way from you, sort of out of weddings into editorial, do you have mm -hmm. any advice for them on how to sort of get into that network yeah. and industry? Yeah. So first of all, just like kind of build up a nice portfolio with people, you know, or just, you know, I want to do that photo. Just try to copy it. Just try to copy things you see and uh, trying to learn from when you're copying other photographers and then it's just about network networking. So mm. uh, it's I would say if you like twenty two or twenty one, it's perfect because like go out, have work, like after work with people. Oh, that's not a thing in England. After work is is that a Swedish thing? After work? Yeah. 
thing it could be because I'm not too sure what it is. After work just means oh, going I know. to the pub. It's, this is actually a funny thing because uh, it's an English word in Sweden that no one knows in English. <laughs> oh, okay. like, like, because after work is uh, when you go out for a beer. After work. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's, 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 that's right. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't really have a phrase over here. It's just, yeah, you just I go know. to the pub. Yeah. Yeah. I know. We have a phrase. That's ah, okay. uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's in, in English. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but, you know, go to a lot of um, meetups and partying and, you know, try to, because the, um, community is quite small in the in the town that you live so when you realize that you quickly realize what people that have influenced in the commercial world so just try to get in the world and try to know what people you should uh talk to yeah, yeah. i think that's the best way yeah mm-hmm. uh, so what about the press side of your work before weddings what was there any benefits you sort of learned from doing that aspect of stuff that's helping you now? Yeah, so like the press photography was way back when I was like maybe 19 before I was heading to commercial photography. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly, you know, going out with a journalist on a scoop or wherever and, uh, you know, interviewing people and I'm going to try to... Uh, take the photos that says what the interviewer wanted to say, you know, um, (laughs) but I'm so curious as a person. So it didn't work out for me because I always, (laughs) almost every time took over the interview and I was like, Oh really? Why? How? And and the the journalists were like, Oh yeah, you know, I have a, I have a theme here going on. (laughs) Um, But then I actually also worked for a long time as a, a concert photographer. Uh, did a lot of concerts in Stockholm. Oh yeah, where where you have like you have free songs. Uh, it's in and out. You don't know what the light situation is gonna be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just need to follow the artist, and uh, you have fifteen minutes, and that's it. Uh, and I love that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I can understand doing those kind of quick jobs. Um, there's a lot of photographers over here that do like mini sessions, and I really mm-hmm. love the idea of it. I, I don't know if it would really work for video because you kind of need that length to be able to tell yeah. a story, or I suppose it, it wouldn't be a story; it would just be a cool visual. Here you go. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's I I, I quite like working fast pace. Yeah, um, it's funny because we we just recently did a, a a shoot for a humanist society over here, and um, they were kind of blown away by how fast we were working. And we we actually, I mean, it's not really heard of that you finish a shoot early, especially in video. <laughs> but we blasted through everything. It was great. I, yeah. so I love those little intense. I'm I, I'm also like that. I I want things done quickly, and I want to see. Um, things quick. I, I don't know. It, it's it's some. I, I'm not a. Maybe it's the dyslexia. You know, one of the details. It's not <laughs> yeah. that. Ah, whatever. Just the whole picture is the thing. You know. Let's <laughs> let's make it happen quick. <laughs> yes. No. Definitely. Actually, that's one thing. I'm being being a video team. I'm so glad we don't really have Photoshop 
Because I would just miss, I would miss, I would have to Photoshop so yeah. much because I miss all the all the little details. Yeah, it's yeah. That's that's funny because I worked as a retoucher for three years, oh, like okay. like editing commercial photos in detail. Uh-huh. But I was I was not good at the details, but I was really good at hitting the colors. Yeah. Uh, right. So I so I kind of yeah manage um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, so what, what drives your work in, in weddings? And I, and I ask that because, you know, there are some individuals who are, you know, they consider it art and that's what, that's what drives them. The, the perfection in the image that they're trying to craft, or there's other people who are more driven by, you know, the, the, the money and there's nothing wrong with either way. I'm just super interested to hear people's perspective on this art slash business type balancing rope that we need to, you know, yeah. you know, uh, as wedding photographers. So it's it's interesting because <laughs> I haven't figured it out yet because I it, I'm not driving for like the art piece of wedding so much. Uh, I I and I don't for money as much because I don't earn so much. I'm just putting a lot of money on, on other people right now, you know, like yeah, yeah. to to build my, I don't know, what I want to do. Uh, so I, I, I've been thinking a lot, you know, the last year because I've listened to a lot of podcasts and you need to find your why. What is your why? And I, I have no idea. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, but, you know, as long as I enjoying this everyday life um i guess uh, it's good you know i i can't see myself working with anything else but i i don't know what drives me actually um i, uh, I need to figure it out maybe <laughs> yeah there's nothing wrong with not knowing yeah yeah uh sometimes i don't even know why i do this job <laughs> genuinely yeah. I, I get so focused on making such a good film that exactly and and also i I think maybe driving me to see how far i can go Mm -hmm. you know what i can do uh yeah (laughs) i don't know if that's uh problematic maybe but um (laughs) (laughs) who knows i guess we'll find out (laughs) yeah You, you exactly. mentioned you mentioned your vision of building a team and how you're working towards that. Yeah. And you've got people who are working for you in other parts of the world now. So how how is it no longer being like a solo business founder? You have other people who are sort of in your team. How's that been? Um, so it's not so different because I'm it's I'm solely in the way that I'm sitting by myself in the office uh, area. Like, right, okay. Uh, so, but it, it's, it's more that I, when someone asks me if I'm available, I can always say yes. Right. Yep. I'm always available. Like I'm, I'm going to fix it. Like, wh- like any other company who says no to a client? <laughs> like, no, I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't do that. Like, what? what? Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just want to say yes to <laughs> to everyone that, yeah. that wants us. Like, and I'm, I'm going to fix it. Like, we work it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That must must be quite fr- 
feel quite freeing to be able to be like, yeah, I'm always available. And <laughs> but did it did it take a lot for you to get your head around like having to work it out? Like have to work out how to do it, or I, no? Like sort of, you're always available, but then after somebody tr- sort of say, says, "Okay, we want a book," then you're like, "Okay, now I have to problem solve and find someone who can do this wedding." Did that take a bit <laughs> of change in your mindset? I, yeah, but I always kind of I have a booking, and I can see that they are like going to book me, or like I know that they. The money is not an issue. Okay, so then I ask uh, the photographers I have uh, if they're available. Uh, and a lot of times they are because I don't work with other wedding photographers. The photographers I have is editorial photographers. So uh, they don't uh, are booked up on uh, <laughs> Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people in the wedding industry have like a target number of bookings that they aim for. Mm-hmm. But with your approach of always being available, do you have a number of, that you sort of r- usually do each year or the aim for? No, it's more like I have a number for myself. Uh, I think my number for myself is 15, maybe 15 weddings a year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and for the company, it depends, I guess, uh, on the workload and how much I can manage the, because right now I'm alone in the admin part, <laughs> so to speak, like, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm the one that's going to fix everything. So yeah, I guess it, it has a, a stop there as well mm-hmm. yeah. before I need to find someone <laughs> that helps me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so w- what exactly do you create for your couples then? When they hire um, you, what 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 do you deliver? Not the fluffy answer, the, like the technical one. Yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can give so me fluff if you I, want, but <laughs> no. But you know, I create a beautiful uh, feeling. I don't know. No, but um, <laughs> the technical part, I would say, uh, they get a photographer. They can get a second photographer. Um, they can get a videographer and then we deliver kind of full day, half day thing. And uh, you always say a number of photos, but it's actually more than like, I get the photos that's good. And that's the one I deliver. I don't have like, okay, it's, I stop there, and, yeah. but yeah. around... 700 photos for a day maybe mm-hmm. okay and then we do like this highlight video and it's about five minutes mm-hmm. and then we do the whole ceremony as like one video and all the speeches as one video mm-hmm. so is it, al- like is it always photo and video no no not always but they can no. just add the video on or add the second yeah. show on all right okay yeah yeah, that's cool. And, and so when when a client goes to select these things, um, and we're still having this conversation with photographers, you know, show your price, don't show your price, do packages, package one, two, three. Do you do a la carte? Like, how do you offer these things to your clients? Uh, 
oh god I'm, I'm changing that all the time yeah. I'm like trying <laughs> trying stuff out like, yeah. what do what say we're gonna do this and try that on a client so nah that didn't work so good okay we're gonna do this <laughs> <laughs> one day but, we will have the answer I will get it and I'll just tell everyone that's how we should do it from now on. <laughs> no. This is this is what's going to work. I promise. That's not fun. You need to be curious and see what works, <laughs> what sticks on people. Um, oh, only when you're like doing well, but if you're like trying stuff out and you're like, oh my god, this is never yeah. ending. Like ten yeah. years down the line, you still don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like, oh god, there'll be someone out no, there going, oh yes, that's that's us. Shit. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm usually have like this. Um, um, I have some some sort of you know, like eight hours, ten hours yep. kind of thing. Um, and then I have like add-ons, extra hours, you know, this. Um, but I've also tried to not send a price guide and say, okay, we are around here. Is that interesting? And they say, yes, okay, we have a Skype meeting and then we talk about price. Um, mm-hmm. You know, see what they... I know what I need to get. Like I, I know what, but I always say this is my price. But um, I want to discuss price with you. It, yeah. it, like it's, I don't have a issue discussing price. Like uh, if it's a wedding that I feel like okay, this is fun. Okay, then I can discuss a little bit more. If yeah. it's a wedding that I feel like I don't know. Mm, don't feel so much for it maybe it's okay i'm a bit harsher with the prices like this is it yeah Yeah. is that is that to discourage them or to incentivize incentivize yourself a little bit more i don't know (laughs) yeah I, i only ask because um, I was having this. Well, was I have? Did I interject? I can't remember if I actually said any opinion. But um, I was watching this conversation unfold on Facebook, and they were talking about Hogmanay, uh, New Year's, New Year's Eve, New Year's, oh. and whether um, photographers charge extra or whether they don't, and should they oh. or shouldn't they? Because it's a premium but, premium date. Because it's a premium date. Um, oh no, I don't have anything like that. I I do in in Sweden we have something called midsummer. Uh-huh. Uh it's in the summer. <laughs> so um, um so that day I always have you can't book me. Like yeah. but you can book other photographers, but you can't book me that day. I've always had that closed. Um is so it's mid- more like is, that. Is midsummer like an actual date or an event or is this um a month? midsummer is Around late June, it's okay. when the um, you, um, it's when the day is the brightest in Sweden. Okay, so the sun kind of doesn't go down. Yeah, um, and it's is way up north. It's more midnight sun when you can see the sun just going aligned with them. It doesn't go down anyway, yeah. but. Um, so now it's more a family gathering. You have, you. you pick up a lot of flowers and, mm-hmm. you know, it's good. And, yeah. yeah. I think that's how I feel about Hogmanay. Okay. So, yeah. We, we, I think we do charge extra, don't we? To be, to be away from the family, it's going to cost you a little bit extra because yeah. 
Although yeah. I although I really do love shooting weddings on that date because I don't yeah. I, I'm not going to celebrate at the pub like we used to do. That's that sounds crazy to me waiting in a queue for hours for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you ever do. Um now I'd, I'd rather just be with with the family with the kids and yeah, making it kind of special for them. Yeah. But um yeah, it's a good party when you're when you're shooting it, <laughs> but it will cost you a little bit more, I'm afraid. But hey, oh, swings around about. Yeah. Don't judge me, listeners. I know you're no, sitting no. there in your car <laughs> listening, going, "That's shocking." Uh, anyway, sorry, I'm getting carried away. Hello. At the beginning of the podcast, I introduced the fact that we've got two sponsors of the show: with Jack, which is Ashley Baxter, who, funnily enough, works in this very room, and Two Tenko, which, if you're wondering, is Greg and I. That's our second business. That's right. We're sponsoring our own podcast. I don't know why. No, we do know why. We're looking for more members to join our creative space. Yeah. If you want to get out of your home office and come and join some other friendly faces in Glasgow, it's quite a, quite a niche advert here because it's Glasgow specific. If you're visiting Glasgow or live nearby, you can mm-hmm. come and work here. We've got permanent desks. We've got communal desks, hot desks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the desks. I sound like one of those... We've got a podcast desk too. Like, <laughs> sound like one of those ads. Like... <laughs> We've got this and this and this. <laughs> We've also got a kitchen with a fridge. It's got beers in it. It's got free beers. You can have beers for nothing. Yeah, so you better move quick or else they'll be drunk. That's, I mean, they've been in there for so long. They're uh, going down quite fast, actually. Are they? Tom must be hammering them. <laughs> Talking about beers, I got you a present, Greg. Oh. Brewdog layer cake. You're just giving me your advent beer. Yes. <laughs> That's the I got thing. one of them. That's the best thing about two. <laughs> you got two. Oh, I mean, do you know why? Because you work in a co-working space and people give you stuff for free for no reason. I mean, funnily enough, I'm literally wearing a hoodie that I picked up because Tom was doing a shoot. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice hat, Greg. Did you get that from the band too? Yeah. That's right. Thanks, guys. Anyway, if you want to join us at Two Tenko, what's the address, Greg? We're on Washington Street in Glasgow. So right. you can hit us up on hit us up. Oh, that's horrible. On Instagram two ten co underscore. Or just reach out to Cinemate on Instagram and we'll let you know the information. That's right. And if you want to be a better sponsor of the podcast in future episodes, you can do. Just write to Cinemate on Instagram or Facebook. Cinemate Films. Cinemate Films on Facebook. Cinemate Films on Instagram. Let us know. That's absolutely fine. We'll be more professional when we do it to your brand, I promise. Anyway. Back to the podcast? Back to the podcast. Uh, so let, let, let's get a little bit fluffy with this with this next question. Mm-hmm. When you When you go to a wedding, what do you prioritize? Um, I prioritize finding this like spot, like this spot for my portraits that I have visionized in my head. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he did what warn me. He was doing. Oh. <laughs> Why are you so moist? No. <laughs> oh. Um. Is he sleeping? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
no, it's a when it comes to um, the ego part, it's all about uh, I want I want to do the editorial part. Uh, where can I do it? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also kind of just go around to see um, what the light is going to be kind of during the day and prepare myself for different situations. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also like the group photos, where where are the big, uh, uh, where can I stand like 100 people to get a photo? (laughs) Like that's that's the, I don't know, I hate that part, but you need to do it. Yeah, I uh, yeah, that's one stress I I don't envy uh, photographers, yeah. and we see them as soon as they get as soon as they arrive at the venue, they're yeah. looking so for where's the where's where, the spot? Yeah, they're, they're, they're getting out. They're at where's the sun going to be? It's going to be over there. Yeah. Okay, here's some good foliage, or or here's a nice wall that I can block out the yeah. sun. Or yeah, yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, but do you have a specific approach to shooting a wedding? Like, uh, give me an example. What can I, uh, what can it be? Can I... Well, I can talk. Well, from a video point, it would be um, when we get to the ceremony, we've got three cameras set up, and we're kind of there, and we don't. We just let things unfold. Same with the speeches. We kept. We're there to kind of. Oh document. yeah. Okay. How how I go into the wedding? Okay. So, um, like eighty percent of my. Photos are taken with a 35 millimeters, um, which means it's a documentary um, lens. And that's the approach I will go for. I'm always in the crowd, um, not looking in, so to speak. <laughs> I'm not in the out of the crowd and looking in. I'm, I'm always in the crowd. If people dancing, I will dance. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, try to... I also try to be friends with as much of the guests as possible because those are the ones that didn't sign my contract for me being there, you know? <laughs> so it's really important that they, like, feel it's okay to have a photographer there because yeah. that's just a couple what they... So I always say that to the couple, you know? You have signed this contract with me for me being there, but the guest has not. So mm. uh, make sure they know I'm coming and... I'm going to make sure they love me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's um, actually really, really funny that you mentioned that because not many photographers have spoken to us about that. I mean, it's the same yeah. video. And I can't even remember if it's in our contract. I just never think about that point of view. Yeah. So, but, uh, but it also I, I don't post, I don't post as much uh, uh, photos of uh, guests in my social media as well. Yeah, uh, and not that I don't I don't post photos at the kids, um, mm-hmm. and and that's easy for me to say because my my approach is editorial. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it's difficult if your approach is like oh uh, candid photos or documentary, then it's like okay, yeah, I, can, I can't just show photos of the couple. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. uh, so that's a harder one. Yeah. I guess, but but for me, it's easier to just show photos of the couple and uh, details, mm-hmm. um, and it yeah. makes it also easy for me to feel like they can feel uh, secure with me, not you know using the photos of their guests for yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. 
I wonder if that's more of a video issue that we need to think about because people want to see your style, but they also want to see how you capture the drinks. The, the yeah, dancing. I always send I always send the whole full gallery to all my clients. Yeah, like okay, so uh, I send them maybe three or four full weddings, uh, like the, the gallery that my couples yeah. get. I send mm-hmm. them to clients um, and also to get them to know what hours they like being captured mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. maybe they see that oh. Uh, you know, preparation wasn't that fun to look at, or I don't know, party wasn't that <laughs> uh, fun. Like, so they know what kind of photos they will expect. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Do you, do you have a? Obviously, I know you've got a videographer on your team. Do you mm-hmm. have an approach for working alongside a filmmaker? Because that's another thing I quite often see is like, oh, this this photographer got in my shot. Look. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No. So, um, uh, kind of they getting around me than me getting around them. It's like, um, uh, so they will move around me kind of, uh, uh-huh. because most of the time they have a longer lens th- than me. So yep, they can yep. be, uh, uh so it make this, makes it easy. Mm-hmm. And then I just prepare them before the wedding, what my vision is about this wedding. What what's, what do I see? Because I have such a clear, yeah, yeah. what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Mm, so that, and that's also the hardest part with editing, with editing the video, because I'm really new to editing videos. Uh, okay. I haven't done that before ever. Yeah. So, uh, they are doing the main part of the editing stuff, but I have the vision. So I need to kind of tell them how to do the video without knowing how to actually do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I think that's the hardest part right mm-hmm. now to mm-hmm. kind of um, describe my vision uh, to them so they understand. What yeah. I- at, at the same time, though, you're not going to be limited by technical restrictions, right? So no. when you think about a certain thing, you're not you're not going to be you're you're not going to struggle with okay the logistics of of how you'd get such a shot or, or whatever it may be. I think that could be quite freeing because I think a lot of yeah. videographers, especially, are um, are too focused on. The, the tech and the standard kind of setup. And even for us, there was a very standard kind of setup and it took us a, l- a little bit of time to realize, and this is for me because I edit the films, I, I, I make them. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I have to offer, I have to create a documentary edit, but I don't like the look of the documentary edit in the film as much Mm -hmm. so i we have like a standard kind of long down the aisle and a wide down the aisle but i'm roaming around to get the creative type shots Mm -hmm. that aren't really going to be used in the documentary angle as much although i do use them but it's certainly going to be used in the shorter highlights you know the cinematic type edit 
Um, so in my mind, there, Greg and I are not only shooting with different lenses and, and different cameras, but we have different roles for what we are shooting for. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, but so cool. technical, um, I'm always like, I, maybe it's the dyslexic here again, but I've never been a technical person. I know I I had a camera in, in high school, um, that I used and, and it was like a Nikon 90, maybe something, I, oh, yeah. whatever. And, and my, my friend, uh, wanted to borrow it and I was like, yes, borrow it. And she was like, uh, like the light meter is off. Like the light meter is broken. Well, like, what is a light meter? I don't, you know, this, when you see <laughs> if, if the, yeah. If, yeah. so I had no idea I can look at a me like uh, a chart and see if it's going to be the per- perfect. So I was just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I had in my mind. So if, if I go out, it's going to be 400 sec. Like I, I know. Yeah. How- <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Especially <laughs> so, as a photographer. Yeah. Wow. It's <laughs> so technical. I've never been, uh, it's uh, and about video. Um, they ask me a lot. Of tech. I said, I don't know. You're like, yeah, make it work. Uh, just make it sound good. Make it look look good. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, making it sound good. That's that's the hard thing. That's the hard. Yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's important. So yeah. I always like if you don't get the sound, we will do it during like if if maybe we need um a speech or something again, we just grab them and do it again. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, actually, um, yeah, no, totally do, do it again. That's so funny. We don't often do it again. Uh, and what we capture on the day is kind of what we capture generally. Uh, but mm-hmm. we had a couple in sky and it was just the windiest of days. Yeah, exactly. I mean, everything, you know, so they have the windshields. It's called a, 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 a dead cat. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure the big one's called a dead cat. Anyway, these things that stop the wind, didn't work at all the wind was just so aggressive it was like blowing us off the cliff and uh getting it into the computer and listening to it that night i was like oh man oh this is uh, this is unusable um we had one mic actually that was okay because the wind was blowing kind of against the person's back so they were kind Mm -hmm. of a shield but uh yeah we we had to contact the couple we knew where they were staying it was pretty close by I said, hey, do you mind doing it again? Your vows anyway, you're doing your vows again. Yeah. So we sat them by a window and we had a very controlled, lovely, perfect sound. It was great. Exactly. But, oh man, doing it again. But yeah, for, for people out there, don't be scared to ask your clients to do it again if you have made a mistake. Yeah, it's we actually to- had like the wedding in Bodrum, Turkey. Uh, they didn't do any vows. So they, we didn't have any like speaking situation. And we was like, this... You know, this video is going to be, we need something. Um, yeah, yeah. And they lived in Stockholm and the videographer lived in Stockholm also. So he just went to the house uh, in Stockholm and they just, you know, write something down that they <laughs> to each other and yeah, just yeah. like said it because we needed something for the video. Um, yeah. And that's, I think, because uh, we know a few people in, in cultures that you know, they, they don't do speeches or, or they don't, mm. they don't write vows. Um, so you do kind of need to be a little bit more creative, yeah. Um, because audio is the kind of the um, I mean, it's not solely the emotional driver, but 
what people yeah, say is so powerful. Yeah. Um, you could have a, a really badly shot wedding film and edit in yeah. a way um, that looks all right. But if your audio is bad, you've really fucked up. So yeah, yeah definitely redo the audio if you, if you leave <laughs> and go, ah. Um, but yeah, what, what was the reason for introducing a, a, a filmmaker into your team? Why did you want that video um, First, it was like, okay, so you know me. I, I bring in people to help me a lot, like with things. Uh, so I brought in a marketing expert. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I had him for three months and he was looking at my, and he like did this, um, how it's going to look in the future. What do you think? And he was like, okay, you need to add video. It's just simple as that. This is how the, he didn't know anything about wedding because he comes from a search and like, okay, you need to have video. It's, it's just, you need to have it. Like yep. it, to like, uh, work that thing now <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> they're gonna run through you so i was like okay yeah and then i was like, okay i need to have video oh, that's a huge thing how do i do that and um, yeah i find a video guy i actually just wrote in a facebook group um interviewed a lot of people just brought them along and uh, a couple of weddings for kind of nothing just mm -hmm. to see what we can get. Yeah. And it, it turned out really good. So, um, and then I realized I loved video. So now I actually, uh, do, I want to edit video more than I want to edit photos. It's yeah. so oh, really? fun. Like, yeah, yeah, I love to like play around with the cinematic feels yeah. and the music. It, uh, music for me is really important in my life. Uh, so to be able to work with music, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm so glad I have video in our, our company right now because it's so funny. Yeah. Well, what's your go-to kind of genres of music? Um, the, um, the, um, uh, what do you call it? I do have epidemic sound. All right. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I, I, I just, I just husband. meant what you're listening to as a person. <laughs> <laughs> no, my husband works at epidemic sound, so I need to say that. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the genre, the, it's, um, I, I, I can't remember the name of the genre, the, the amber. You know the kind of ambient, did you? Yeah, ambient. Oh, oh okay, of, okay, you know, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, very cool. And also like cinematic music, I love. Um, oh, what like uh, Hans Zimmer? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, just um, I play uh, around a lot with music. I also love to watch like you know Fire and Ice. Fire and Ice, what's, what's Fire and Ice? There's a huge team in uh, uh, like a wedding company. Oh, oh, oh right, yes. Ah, yeah. 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 Uh, so, and they have a completely different vibe on their oh, yeah. wedding. So I love to watch those wedding videos as well, just to see how they play around with music and... Uh -huh. um, yeah, but right now it's most ambient and uh, 
you know, get the feels up. <laughs> yeah, cool, 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 cool. Did you ever, when you started sort of getting other people to shoot for you, did you ever have any worries about how they might represent this, this sort of studio name on the day? Do you have sort of, do you have criteria that you sort of talk to them about beforehand? Yeah, so I can get that people, that's, I think that's the thing that stops people to get a team because they're so insecure about their yep. own name. Yeah. Um, and I was, when when Mary uh, and Ravan got to Turkey, the one that did it, and I saw what they produced there, I was like, what? <laughs> I don't need to worry about, like, who am I? Everyone can do what I do. So <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of, like, losing my ego <laughs> yeah, yeah and I was like that that's not a problem I just need to trust people more um if they fuck up it's on me and I'm gonna handle it sometimes this is an awkward topic um mm-hmm. but how, l- let's talk about money just for a little yes. bit um for people out there considering wanting to put a team together yes. maybe they're not sure how much to charge each team member or 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 what what they charge our client how how do you how do you work the 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 money side of your business for people in your team so i know um i've always had this kind of um calculator that i brought from when i was a commercial that was like this is a fair amount of money per hour Uh um and it's been around um, hundred hundred fifty euros per hour. Yeah. So this has been my like case. Okay, so yeah. Can you feel also less like a, a fair amount of money per hour? Yeah. 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 So for me, when I do weddings, it's maybe say it takes with the wedding forty hours with all the admin blah blah blah. So then mm-hmm. I kind of know. Okay, my price is gonna be around four or five hundred for a wedding like yeah. that's um then i get uh, that fair amount of uh, so i use the same for my um for the ones that works for me say yeah. um they get paid for the hours they do um and they don't need to do <clears throat> they don't need to do any admin they don't need to do any editing um oh yeah the videographers do but they get paid for that hours as well yeah um so yeah it's just you need to you just realize the the, it has to be quite expensive for it to go around Mm -hmm. um that's what i mean when i say i can't say no to anyone yeah it doesn't mean i say yes to a lot of people because Mm -hmm. it's not like everyone can afford that kind of price yeah um but that's how I worked around because I also realized early that um, if I don't pay them uh, good or like uh, they're going to disappear really quick. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. exactly. Um, um, are you, are you a sole trader or a, a limited company or. Oh, what's you know? that mean? Probably a bit different in Sweden, I guess. Oh yeah. Very good point. <laughs> 
I don't even know the logistics over here. I'm not going to know. It's, <laughs> it's to do with how your company's registered. Yeah. Okay, so I'm the I I in Sweden it's the bigger one <laughs> if you're gonna say so. Okay, it's called Aktiebolag in Swedish, okay. um, which means I'm employed of my own company. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I'm not. I'm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because the reason I asked, is, and I wasn't in the notes, so I didn't send you that question. So sorry <laughs> for not preparing you. Um, a lot of people are. Um, like I'm assuming they're sole traders, but they're 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 probably thinking about the tax threshold, like how much money you can earn before having to pay the government a bigger sum of money, essentially. So, okay, I so su- as opposed yeah. to have a bigger team, would mean that you probably want to have you want to be making more money substantially over here, anyway. <laughs> Okay, so they don't, they don't, I don't employ, like they don't work for me. They're freelancing for me. So they have their own company. So Mm -hmm. I just like, that's, um, no. And and Sweden has, if I would about start paying their, um, all of the social fees and stuff like that would be not be, I would need a bigger company for that. Um, and more money. Um, so in Sweden, like the taxes is 25%. Of, so it's quite high. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you need to, you need to, I, I know that other countries, they don't uh, have the high prices as Sweden photographers maybe have, but mm-hmm. like kind of we need to have it because otherwise <laughs> you can't. I, I think maybe we, we're not so many in in Sweden, I think we may be maximum 10, 10 photographers that work with weddings full time. Oh, really? Wow. So it's, it's, you, that's a lot of photographers are also doing commercial or yeah. editorial stuff to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, I'm just going to do another announcement. Uh, for people who are not Patreons of our Patreon account. Patrons, patrons of our Patreon. I always butcher that, <laughs> honestly. Um, you can join us on uh, Patreon at patreon.com forward slash perspective by Cinemate. Um, and you can subscribe to our content for as little as a pound. And you can get us and, and stuff. I'm not very good at these announcements. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> just do it okay just, just pay the money <laughs> give, give some yeah. money all right pals <laughs> with jack was designed from the ground up and is tailored specifically for creatives whether you provide a service like design development or photography or offer advice to clients with jack is for you it's focused on creatives Insurance shouldn't be complicated, so with Jack has made every step easy. You'll deal with one form and talk to one Jack as you sign up, get covered, and move on with your day. With Jack is all about bespoke insurance for creatives. Simple. That doesn't mean more forms are fast, it means less. It's not about endless features and stale service, it's about one solid policy and the personal touch. Bye bye, unnecessary fuss. Hello, creative, friendly insurance. Be a confident creative. I remember on the podcast with Cole that you did ages ago, um, 
that you mentioned that you like to outsource a lot of your work and you've kind of mentioned it a little bit here um you like to outsource a lot can you talk <laughs> to us a little bit more about that about I why so. you do it and about how you do it yeah so what i want to do is purely the creative stuff so for me that's when it comes to editing photos for me it's the maybe doing 50 photos that i can just make the style do like the like this is going to be the vibe of the weddings yep. then i don't have so much for doing like the doing all like the 700 photos that's mm -hmm. repetitive that's not funny for me like that i don't want to do that and yep. also for the video part i, I just want to do like the vision part uh, the creative part to set the tone to find music to what tempo is going to be like that is my my main goal so everything else if i can um, um outsource it i'm gonna do it mm -hmm. um but during corona it was like okay i'm not gonna outsource anything i need to do it by myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and that was kind of gonna be my next kind of follow-up question was like how is that how how has this changed with a pandemic because yeah a lot yeah incomings <laughs> i suppose are a little bit lower so you're maybe yeah. you want to adjust your outgoings a little bit exactly it was yeah. like okay what have i signed up to what kind <laughs> of you know um all those kind of things you're like oh this could be good um that's all gone <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah. So, so but, what what now do you outsource? Is it just the editing? I don't outsource anything right now. The oh, only okay. thing I have is um, my um, stepmother who is calling me every day at one and uh, doing the emails with me because that's oh. the, that's my you know I, she she reads the emails so i don't need to read them and then i say to her what to write and she writes them and send them and then then she calls me every day so like that's been huge for me <laughs> you know yeah, like, yeah that's lovely yeah wow. uh so so yeah uh, maybe it says a lot about me, but I thought you were going to say that your mother-in-law hassles you all the time. I was like, oh, <laughs> no, she's she's like she also is a special teacher for dyslexic children. Oh <laughs> so really? Oh wow! She's like the perfect yeah. um, combination for for me to get help from, and and she she doesn't work, so she's mm -hmm. just at home, and she so she called me. We're from Zoom every day, and we just go through the emails. Yeah. Because uh, before it could be like it could take like a week or two before I answered mm -hmm. uh, like emails, and just get a huge anxiety about uh, yeah that kind of stuff. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, yeah. yeah. It w w was was it your mother in law that helped you discover that you were dyslexic? No, it was oh, okay. my therapist when I like uh, was burning <laughs> burning <laughs> when you were burning down oh, no. when i was burning <laughs> uh she was like giving me all these books that she wanted me to read and i was like ah. and then she gave me kind of a, a children's book or like a, a teen's book uh -huh. and i was like you know 
I, I think I can find this on Netflix. I think it's the same story. I can just watch the, the TV series. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's not the same story. I need, I need you to read it because you're going to have like this. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. I was like, mm. and it went some weeks. I said, like, have you read it? It's like, nah, I just, I started, but I kind of fall asleep. And she was like, okay, so this is a problem. You shouldn't <laughs> fall asleep during like reading a children's book. It shouldn't be that hard for you yeah so she was the one that okay maybe she's dyslexic mm-hmm. cool. yeah. do you see you maybe don't view it as outsourcing but when it comes to the films do you do the creative sort of short film edit and leave the documentary edits like sermon speeches to the filmmaker do they do them so they uh, they do kind of everything right now or right. what I'd like to say they we have we do it over uh zoom or over we have some where we share screens mm-hmm. so i can because they don't sit in my office so i can show what i want and i send them music and kind of telling them how to build um at the highlight and right. um, and then they send me uh, when they do it and then i like okay change that change that and then I coloring a bit by myself and they coloring a bit. Yeah. So you, mm-hmm. you take more of a director role then, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But is the team aspect of your business, you say that's a sort of vision you're still working towards. So do you, do you still view that as a new sort of side of your business? Yeah, I think it's going to be like that. I would love to have like a photographer, photographers around the world so mm-hmm. like if i get a inquire from i don't know australia i don't need to go to australia they would be like oh it's like for a long, long time mm-hmm. uh then i just can send other photographers there um yeah yeah i think it's gonna be um also you know environment wise like uh, the climate I don't think you're going to travel so much in the future so fast that we do. Um, Mm. So finding a local photographers, I think is going to be more important for the couples in the future. Yeah. What, what do you think people new to the industry struggle with the most? Um, Just, First of all, getting the head about how the industry works, mm-hmm. I guess. It's like you, you need to find out how, how, how do people do contract? What do people like? How do payments? How, how does the, how does this ball of uh, industry work? Like, yeah. uh, how can I figure out? Uh, I guess that's a lot of questions. Um, marketing-wise, how do you find a couple? How, like, that's, that's kind of mm-hmm. struggling, um, I guess. Yeah. And the, and the photographers and the video, the videographers that you find, are they, are they fairly new to the wedding industry in general? Or have they, maybe they have a couple of years under their belt? No, not in weddings. They kind of knew. Um, the one I have in Stockholm with me, we actually uh, studied to commercial photographer together. Yep. Uh, she does some weddings, but um, not at all like I do. So when I asked her to do weddings, 
um, it was like easy because I know her. <clears throat> um, but I I try to find people that don't work in wedding business, but that's going to be a clash kind of um, uh-huh. thing. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. What? So obviously Simon was talking about the struggles of getting into the industry, but what mm-hmm. about when when you were building your team, what struggles did you face and start of starting to set up with, okay, I'm going to be available for weddings worldwide? Um, I think just, you know, trusting people for once, just letting that self, you know, um, kind of nervous in the beginning, how it's going to work out. Um, but also finding the right people and, letting them know how I take photos and how I want things to be done. Just the communication is hard. Uh, mm. Also because I, I don't write so much. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> yeah. uh, trying to explain things. Uh, and also like the contract part, I haven't done it yet. So, um, but that's on my list to do. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how are you going to go about doing that <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to find someone to, that can write <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you, you see in quite a lot of Facebook groups uh, people asking for like templates or, or help with it yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, well, none of us are lawyers so yeah. it's 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 quite a it's it's a hard thing to kind of well it's a dry topic, so no one really wants to do it. Uh, yeah. unless you, well, you you like to do some dry no things. Contracts, no, no contracts. No contracts. Yeah. But, I, I actually have a um, few of my friends are lawyers, so I also okay. I always send. So the corona was like uh sheet storm is coming about the contracts. Oh, uh, tell me about know. it. My goodness. So many so armchair I, experts yeah. coming out of the woodwork going, your wording needs to be this. I'm like, Yes, oh, exactly. It? It's like the whole Facebook. Like, uh, it was like, yeah. Uh, so then it was good to have my friends that they like, actually, like, what did you write here? And this yeah. doesn't mean that. And, you know. uh, have you noticed any like big complaints or, or, or big issues that people have gotten wrong that your friends have maybe um, brought up? No, I, um, I don't know. You know, I don't actually, when they say, and they, they change things in my contract, I was like, okay, right. <laughs> I don't yeah, think okay. about it so much. No, I don't. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the contract I is literally, it's, it's the definition of fine detail. Yeah, and exactly. both of us are bigger picture type people. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I, I'm the same. Um, so, I'm just trusting it. Uh, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> just hoping it works whenever yeah, exactly. it needs to work. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. I remember it was way back in one, like probably the first year of business for us. Somebody came in and then they actually read our contract fully. That's right. And came back to us a few hours later and was like, you know, your contract's quite heavily biased for in your favor we're like yes <laughs> yeah. yes we do i mean okay yeah i've actually had some lawyers that was like the wedding couple that's our lawyers so when when they like okay and they i had one that i actually kind of knew so he was really nice and was like 
if I were you, I would maybe change this. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I will do that. Can you can you change it for me? <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's nothing more awkward than having a potential client sit down and read in front of you. Yeah. Your contract. You're like, holy shit, I don't think I've read my contract like you're reading my contract right now. <laughs> exactly. like, I, I hope I it's good. I don't do that. They can read it by their own. I'm not <laughs> yeah. doing that in front of them. Uh, oh, man, yeah. So, uh, all right. So, so when, when did you realize you wanted to expand your team? Because maybe it's on one of our listeners' mind, but they're not yeah, sure. It's... Like, when did you know? I thought it was quite a natural step, you know. Uh, I was getting a lot of inquiries and was saying no to a lot. Like, yeah. was, this this is not, why do I say no? <laughs> like, see, that's not a business plan. <laughs> so, And I was, like, seeing all this, not in, in Sweden. I think I'm quite alone being, uh, uh, like, this team. Um but I'm seeing it in Australia and United States. Like that's really, really common. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, yeah, I ask, you know, always asking other people how to do stuff. So I was asking a, a Australian photographer how she did it, uh, what to think about, and you know, yeah. You've found someone who isn't in the wedding industry. They, I'm assuming mm-hmm. they already have the skills to shoot a wedding, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Are you ever worried that they're going to leave you, like they're, they're, they're going to just be like, oh my goodness, what have I been doing? Weddings are amazing. And they're just going <laughs> to, bye, see you later, yeah, and start up. Is, is, that, is that a worry of yours? Of course. Like my first videographer is probably not going to work in for me more because he's doing so good in the wedding industry by himself. Uh, um, okay. but that's like, I don't know. I just need to have that in my mind that I maybe can't keep them forever. That's, uh, yeah. I guess that's all companies has this problem, you know, people moving on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and do you, yeah. do you have a system in place that is going to make it easy for you to transition to another shooter or to find someone else new? It's so new right now, so I haven't been like. But I, I've, um, I because I trust people. I have a few photographers already that I'm thinking of. If if I get an inquiry and all my photographers are booked, I was like, okay, maybe I can talk to her because I talked to them before a bit yeah. about the, the setup and also the also commercial photographers um, and then you know a lot of commercial photographers do maybe two weddings a year because they have friends or whatever. So they've Mm -hmm. done weddings. They can show me and they all, yeah, I will just find them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When when somebody's either shooting under your sort of name of Mm -hmm. a wedding fully themselves under your name, or if they're second shooting alongside you at a wedding, do you, Mm Do you allow them to use these images for like their advertising uh, not, on Instagram or anything? Kind of. Like they can't um uh they can't take 
like every photos they often asks about maybe 10 photos that they like from my editing. Uh, so they have to use my photos with my editing. Right. And mm -hmm. if they post on social media, it's always said associate photographer for and linked to my page. Yep. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, of the deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I worked that way with when I did retouch, I, of course, I wanted to show up the photos as a retoucher. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then I just said, uh, retoucher for a photographer and added the name of them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that a piece of advice that you would suggest to anyone who's second shooting for people is to ask these questions of, can I use these? Or is there any other etiquette that a second shooter should have when they're working just, for someone? Just ask. Just have the communication with the photographer. Mm -hmm. If they say no, just respect that. That's that's their decision. And but ask before you shoot, so you don't like <laughs> uh, yes. are thinking that you can use all these photos for your own marketing when you maybe can't. Mm -hmm. uh, or ask if you just can use one or two, like yeah. for the social media. Yeah. Okay. Um. But also a, a thing, they can't add any of the clients or the brands or the venues. Right. Okay. So they, because if, if they start to tag all the vendors and the vendors don't know which one they're going to tag. Yeah. 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 What avoids, photographer? Avoids the confusion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, so, yeah. so no, that's maybe a, a thing to have in mind as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair enough. So you're shooting a wedding on the day with a second photographer or no? No. You, no. Oh, you, so you're always, you're always shooting by yourself? Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. And is that the same when your associates are shooting a wedding? Do they ever have a second? Uh, not at the moment. Okay. No. But maybe it would maybe change. I feel like I need a second. Uh, so I'm going to get a second for next year. I already booked weddings where I said I'm going to have a second. So yeah, that's okay, going to work okay. out. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, um, but okay. that's really big weddings. I also would love to be able to do more creative stuff during the wedding day mm -hmm. when someone else can focus on maybe the... the you know, the mingling part or yeah, okay. dinner. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what are the creative parts to you? Because I know, uh, I know some photographers who love shooting details and they get uh, very no, creative with it. And I wouldn't consider yeah. that a creative part. You know, details, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Details. Yeah. yeah, that, <laughs> Not that's, a whole picture. <laughs> yeah that's how I view them. But people put, some people put a lot of effort into it. So, so yeah, what, I, what, what is a creative part for you? I love details for my for my social media because it works really good uh, in like visuals, but I mm -hmm. can't shoot them. I'm, I'm I'm quite bad at it actually. Yeah. Um. So I would love to have a second that's really good at details. Yeah. <laughs> that I can yeah. Do that. Um. <laughs> but I would say you know just having time to be in a room and never have time to find the light. You know, it, yeah. it goes so fast. It would be so nice if I had someone that I know is shooting and I can be like, 
where is the light? Like, how can I find the best spot in this room? Yeah. And then sit there and see what what happens. Like, um, and also have time to find good locations for editorial the the portraits. Um, yeah. Yeah, and try out things. You know, try flash during the day. What happens? How does mm. does it look like? Um, you know, just be able to breathe slowly and think. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and see if you can come up with some creative stuff during the day. Yeah. How how, how do you shoot a wedding? Do, do you, I mean, you mentioned the flash. Do you use a flash during the day? I know you said you'd want to, no, but have I have, you tried it? Or? I haven't done that. Like, um, I've always just used the flash for the dance part. Otherwise, I just go high on ISO. But I'm feeling that this new style, I would try out to have flash during the day mm-hmm. for a more editorial style. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you mentioned style. Are you are you going through a change? Always do. <laughs> you always do, aren't we all? Yeah. Always evolving. <laughs> You know, people that says that have like, I have a, like, you know, a style that I'm working on for years. So I thought, good for you. I've changed style maybe 15 times. <laughs> but, um, I've gone from doing a lot of, um, in the woods, uh, you know, that kind of portraits. And now yeah. I'm like all for city weddings, marbles, you know. Okay. Okay. Um, Mm-hmm. So it's so it's more yeah. like a a location aesthetic rather than exactly. a, rather than a shooting style. Yeah. Or do they exactly. or, or or do they go hand in hand? No, I don't think you can do the flashy thing in a country yeah. side. Um, um, it's not going to fit this like um, aesthetic. At yes. Mm, but I know that people don't appreciate this kind of that you change styles, but um, it's like, you know, the why we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. I want to have fun. <laughs> it's my main, you know, yeah. to have fun during the day. And if I want to change stuff, it's my company. Like yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you, you don't, own, you, you don't own an explanation for anything you do to anyone. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, I, I think a, a lot of people are, are too scared of, trying something new yeah. with their client. I mean, even yeah. I went through this stage maybe what seven years ago, I was petrified to actually change the style of our films because the style was the style at the time. And it was, yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I was very scared to be like, Oh, what happens if we don't get any more bookings because I've changed this so much. And yeah, I think also <sighs> as weddings of, industry people you get ingrained in it yourself you're like oh Mm. people people will expect my work to look like this but people aren't sitting looking at your website and analyzing every film (laughs) yeah so if if it changes they won't they're not going to notice true no and i also kind of follow trends you know it's Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. Because the couples are just getting married once and they kind of want the style that's this style that's 
today like yeah. you know then i can do the style it was like five years ago then yeah. <laughs> now no one gonna book me <laughs> like <laughs> uh wedding couples are so trendy sensitive so yeah. um yeah and i can see the city marble thing hitting hard so i'm going oh, for yeah? it <laughs> awesome all right that's cool yeah. are, are you pretty good at spotting trends and and, and going yes. after them yeah 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 Cool. Where where do you where do you look for for trends? Do you just look um, at published weddings in magazines, or do you look, look at, at the American market or Australian market? Australian market a yeah. lot. Okay. Um, but also American markets uh, because I know Sweden is gonna be a bit behind. So if I do what they do now, then I'm gonna be. <laughs> you know trendy <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i feel like that with scotland as well i always feel that scotland's a little bit behind yeah and even if you go a little bit further north in scotland i don't know if there is a set style apart from <laughs> like in hotels just full of tartan and wood yeah <laughs> which is fine yeah. i i like a good tartan but my goodness um, awesome. Well, thank you very much uh, for joining us today. Uh, where where can you. people find you online? Oh, just search on me. <laughs> it's it's uh, Karin Lindin and it's my name all over the place. So I guess you find me on Instagram and Facebook. That's it, I guess. Yeah. And my uh, like web page. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Listeners, give our guests a listen, give her a watch, give her a follow, support her, support all your creative industries. Um, you can find us at cinematefilms.co.uk on Instagram, on Facebook, at forward slash cinematefilms. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, you can join us on Patreon, like I have mentioned several times on this podcast. I apologize for that. Um, but you can support the podcast there. For the price of a coffee every month, you'll get access to the Q&As and any more bonus content that we put there. If you don't have any money to give, that's absolutely fine. You can hit that subscribe button and get your usual podcast for free. Maybe just leave us a review and maybe we'll give you a shout out. However, in the meantime, enjoy your life. <laughs>